Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. And J.B. Weld. If you have a repair, a project, if it's around the house, if it's around the shop, no ordinary household glue will work. It's got the word ordinary in it. Let me tell you about J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld epoxy adhesives have been made in the USA for over 50 years. It's the world's strongest bond, everybody. Pros use J.B. Weld because it fixes wood, metal, plastic, and more. They have products for just about every single surface. And if you got a household repair or shop repair, you go with the strength that matters. You go with J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. It's available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, True Value, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Amazon, and more. Don't glue it. J.B. Weld it. Hey, everyone. It's Adam Carolla, and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, the show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, biggest celebrities in the automotive world. And now here's a conversation I had with Matt about Ford v. Ferrari trailer and thoughts about Tracy Morgan's Bugatti getting sideswiped. So uh, excited. The uh, trailer finally dropped for Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Um, I, we've been waiting on this thing for a while. As predicted, it's kind of the Christian Bale story. Or well, Christian Bale portrays Ken Miles, Ken Miles but it's the yeah. Ken Miles story with Christian Bale as Ken Miles. They uh, he looks like him naturally. Yeah, yeah, he kind of does. And it's it's going to be uh, I don't know, I get that we're it's going to be great. They got like a great team behind it, like we said, Bale and Matt Damon and James Mangold. He did such a great job on Logan. I loved Logan. I thought that was I thought he did a great job on. I like Three Ten to Yuma, which was another yeah. one of his films. Um, so it's Shelby and it's um, Ken Miles, and uh, so far it looks like the story yeah. of Shelby and, and Ken Miles and Ken Miles and his son but I, and, I and wife. Did you dig into it at all to see like who's playing some of the Ferrari people? Is there an Enzo? Like at one point there was talk of <clears throat> of an Enzo movie or or talk of like uh, Robert De Niro playing Enzo, maybe in this film or a different film and. And uh, I, I, we keep talking about Damon and Bale because they're in the trailer, and I realize I don't know who's who's playing the Ferrari role. Well, I was looking down the IMDb page, and it's sort of in order of importance, appearance, you know, most screen time first yeah. normally. Yeah. So Christian Bale, Ken Miles first, I think uh, Matt Damon, Carol Shelby second. I think third is like his wife or his son. I think his wife. Ken right. Miles' wife, and then there's like Lee Iacocca. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch of guys that are in our. You'll see them in um, the 24 hour war. You know, like like Shelby will bring up names. Like Dan Johnson said, "Come come down to headquarters, yeah. and I'll show you whatever. What are these names?" And you'll see those names in this doc and or in this feature film when you get. You got to go down a little ways to get some Ferrari guys yeah. down there. Ferrari himself. I think you got to you got to truck down like nine or ten names to get to Ferrari, which says to me he's in it, but this isn't his story. Yeah, and, and but the, the Ferrari, the Ford v Ferrari portion of it is sort of this ominous, like Ferrari is out there and they've already been dominating without having to like sort of 
reflect on one particular person. They can just build it up as Ferrari in general. Is, yeah, is do the there. IMDb uh, Max Zapata, and you'll see that I think Ferrari's down the list a, a little bit. Yeah. But there are other players. Um and they're like is it Gilbert they're guys like Don Beebe or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Or, uh, wait, Don Beebe was a wide receiver for Buffalo. Is it Don Beebe? <laughs> he doesn't there's, sound Italian. There's a Fry. I think there's a Beebe. They're, guy, yeah. they're guys Leo like Beebe. that. Leo? Leo? No, it's not Leo Beebe. Okay. <laughs> <But> thanks. <laughs> uh, I think there's a there's like a Don Fry. Oh, maybe there is a Leo Beebe. It's like a Don Fry, Leo Beebe. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. I think Don Fry and Leo Beebe, like guy, weird names like that, are what they are what they put up there. Uh, and Enzo, we, we, Enzo Ferrari, and right, but Charlie Akabu, who's the mechanic for yeah. Ken Miles, is right under that. So, and we interviewed him. He's in our doc. He's still yeah. youngish. I mean, he must have been when he was the mechanic or on the crew. For Ken Miles, he must have been 19 and a half. Yeah. Because he seems like he's 63 now. <laughs> like he's yeah. not an old guy. Right. And he came to our shop, uh, Charlie Akabu, yeah, and we, we interviewed him. So sorry, start at the top and we'll sort of take take a take a look. So it's Ken Miles, it's uh Ken Miles' wife, it's Shelby, it's yeah. Lee Iacocca. Phil Bernthal, he's great. Phil Remington is the mechanic. He's the mechanic. Yep, you're right. Leo Beebe. Oh, Josh Lucas. Josh plays. Lucas is playing Leo Beebe. Right. So Peter Miles, the son, Henry Ford, the second. Uh, there's, so you don't really, there's not a lot of Ferrari in here until you get down. The thing that's kind of funny is uh, Chris Darga plays uh, Holman or Moody. I can't remember of Holman and Moody, the guys who yeah, built yeah. the engines and did all the stock car stuff and put some of the GT40s out there. There's some Holman Moody GT40s. Right. Plays Holman. My buddy from a million years ago, the Groundlings, Chris Darga, plays uh, Holman. Is it John, John Holman? Holman? Leo yeah. Holman? John Holman. <laughs> John Holman, right. So it's uh, it's an interesting story, but stop me if I'm wrong, Max Zapata. Uh, Enzo Ferrari doesn't come on the IMDb thing until like fifteenth. Yeah, no, he's, and, and he's under he's under name. tiki bar waitress and <laughs> commentator. <laughs> right. So this is the story of Shelby and Ken Miles. Yeah. And this is the story I said should be talked about. Max Pata found a two year old interview with me uh, talking to Haggerty about just doing an interview about probably the 24-hour war, and I said, the Ken Miles story, that's yeah. the story that people need to hear. Oh. So, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not going to be recognized <laughs> in my time <laughs> or in anybody's time, but one day they'll erect a monument and then some college <laughs> kids will want it torn down. <laughs> yeah, so I said uh, a few years ago, the story is the Ken Miles yeah. story. yeah. You said it in August 2017, and then it was announced James Mangold was directing a film called Ford vs. Ferrari in uh, February of 2018. Right. And I right. said what, Max Zapata? Sorry. Uh, you said, when we started making the 24-hour war, I hadn't known as much about the Ken Miles stories I probably should have. That part to me was eye-opening. 
Miles was such a gentleman, and he was so mild-mannered. He's going to be the first guy to win the triple crown of Daytona, Sebring, and Le Mans, and basically just got jipped out of his Le Mans win, only to die tragically in testing some months later. And all of this has just kind of been lost to the dustbin of history. It's so sad that most people, even gearheads and people that are into the hobby, don't even know who Ken Miles was. So, wow, when well James said. Mangold receives his Oscar, <laughs> at some point he'll go a shout-out to Adam Carolla yeah. had it not been for the Haggerty, online, <laughs> Haggerty Insurance online article about another project where he singled out Ken Miles. I would never have the inspiration to yeah. tell this story. Yeah. You think that's going to happen? No. Okay. I'm sure he's also going to say, I heard there was a really great documentary. I did not. I'm going to go on record. Did not see that documentary. That's right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Hollywood always gets the opportunity to take liberties with the story and build it up and make it exciting. But this is a story that's already has all kinds of drama and tragedy and things. But how do you... How do you think James Mangold is going to turn it into, you know, a two-hour super dramatic Rush-type movie, Rush-esque? I think he focuses on the Ken Miles relationship with the son, the Ken Miles relationship with the wife, and you really get invested in Ken Miles. Yeah. And because once you buy into Ken Miles, the man – then Ken Miles, the race car driver, is easy because that story just tells itself. I mean, yeah. Going for the triple crown gets completely jacked out of it at Le Mans and then is dead seven weeks later testing. So yeah. all you have to do t- to the audience is get them invested in Ken Miles as a dad and Ken Miles as a friend and Ken Miles as Shelby's friend and Ken Miles uh, the husband – Ken Miles, the racer, yeah. that story, you don't need to change a word in that story. Right. That, that's drawn out like a Shakespearean play, right? That's a tragedy of Shakespearean yeah. proportions I mean, right it. there. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I was telling my friends at Haggerty <laughs> yeah. uh, several years ago, yeah. I do know that story. You do know that story. Not yeah. as well as you did at the time, but you, you know it better now. Adam is the Ken Miles of the documentary world. Like he's just going to be lost to the Dustin Mystery tragic story. That's right. I'd like to be the Ken Burns of the documentary <laughs> set, but I'm the yeah. Ken. Mi- I'll be the Ken Miles if they never made a movie about Ken Miles. So I was watching the trailer. The I guess the the online version, the longer like two minute trailer, and I love that they have sort of a a thrashing scene to get the car together. It's all it's all Rocky in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, eye the tiger kind of thing going on, and it's but it's the crew, and I don't know how long they had to actually. I I don't recall specifically how how long they had to build well, to the, build the car. In the commercial, they said ninety, 90 days. Ninety days. And um, I, I think it was more than that. I like that they were bold enough to show a sparks flying scene. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> so innovative. It's never been done in cinematic <laughs> history where they get the grinder going. Yeah. Grind. It's also the easiest scene to set up. When you're filming, because you go, what are we doing with this grinder? Nothing. Just go. Just go on top of this piece of metal, and then sparks will fly out, (laughs) and we'll get we'll get the grind scene. Yeah. Uh, Um, Look, they look all focused. And uh, who is it? it, Are they in a diner room? They're in a dino room. Diner room. They had that famously. It's in our dock where they had that like computer punch card. Yeah. That like simulated Lamar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had, I think Dan Gurney was talking about it, but they took a 427 and they ran it for like 42 hours 
nonstop, and, and they they moved all the shifting and everything to simulate Le Mans. Yeah. So it's like Mulsanne straight, you know, you know, running at seven thousand RPM for four minutes, and then back down through the turn, and then back, you know. So they literally built a mechanical simulator yeah. to run the engines for. You know, if it's the 24 hours of Le Mans, they'd run it for 36 hours. But in, Ford was developing the engine. Ford was working on the engines, not in-house at Shelby, right? Because they could never afford it. Yeah. The the <laughs> Ford in, at Ford, I believe, and like Dearborn, was this state-of-the-art big mechanical dyno that yeah. just ran the engines as it it, it, with one of those computer punch cards to like simulate <laughs> right. the race, everything yeah. was analog, obviously. But that was part of the we have an unlimited budget to beat Ferrari. Like, what other teams had a dyno? Yeah. They all had dynos. They didn't have dynos where they could run the engine for two days and right. simulate the track every shift and breaking point. Right? Yeah, uh, it's gonna be. We're gonna watch it. Some trailer. It's gonna be pretty exciting. I'm excited for it. It's gonna. I'm looking forward to this film. When is it? November fifteenth. Yeah, November fifteenth. November fifteenth. Now, how Oscar do you think season. Oscar season? Mm. And I have yet to see. I saw the trailer of the Shelby doc of your Shelby doc, but I have not seen the film yet. And in the 24 hour war, when you guys cut that, when you and Nate were cutting that originally, there was a there was a big Shelby portion of it, and you're like. This is a, its own movie. Let's let's reduce the amount of Shelby that's in it. We'll do a standalone film with that, and let's focus more on the the Ford versus Ferrari aspect of of the battle. We the had a battle in within the twenty four hour war, F- Ford versus Ferrari, our doc, and it was Le Mans was the big thing. In the middle of that doc, we had. I don't know, 20, 25 minutes of like Shelby, Shelby building the Daytona, yeah. Shelby Cobra Daytona, winning at Daytona, ha- you know, having set the lap record or, or tra- test at Riverside and have it be three seconds faster than a Cobra. And uh, all that stuff caught on fire at Daytona and Shelby <laughs> sort of pulled the plug and, and blah, blah, blah. Um, it was all in there. And the whole thing, you know, the thing was like, two hours long, maybe over two hours. And when we're watching it, I was saying that in the middle of our doc about really developing the GT40, the Ford GT40 to go to Le Mans and, and beat Ferrari in the middle of that story, we had this story about these guys from Venice beach building a Daytona and winning at Daytona and Sebring and some other place winning the manufacturer's championship, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I was like, we shifted from the GT40 to this other car for like a long period of time. And then we're going to go back to the GT40. Right. And I was like, it, it's confusing. I mean, it's not confusing to me, but anyone else would sort of be confused that we're hopping around different cars. Which yeah. car are we talking about? Which, which it's car? It's mesmerizing. It's a great story, but it, it's, it's wasn't exactly accurate as far as. It wasn't telling the right story for the 24-hour war. Right. It was kind of so setting up a little bit too much. Shelby. I said – we kept kind of tightening it up and paring it down. But I said, I think we just need to kind of remove that whole chunk and then we'll use it 
when we do the Shelby doc one day. So it was yeah. funny when I was watching the um, I was watching a, a rough cut some months ago, the Shelby doc. And it's like two it was like two hours and 20 minutes or something like that. And I was just watching the whole thing. And I was like, eh, it needs this and it's slow here and it needs that. And at a certain point, it got to like sort of the middle. And I was like, oh, this part works. Uh, it really picked up when we hit this part and it really looked good from this part to that part. And then it slowed down again. Yeah. And Nate was like, yeah, because that's a part we just took out and put in from our other movie. <laughs> other movie. That one was already done. It was, was already, already done. <laughs> and I don't even remember. I didn't remember. And I was just like, hey, all of a sudden it's good. Like it's fast. Yeah, it's yeah. working. Everything's good. And I was like, that middle part's really yeah, good. That's... It's like, well, that's already done. <laughs> so that's why. Yeah, we got pages of notes on that one. All right. So I was like, um, uh, so now the whole thing, the Shelby doc is, is good and 24 hour wars good and it's, it's all good. But, uh, the Shelby doc is over two hours. It's not yeah. a short, not a short doc. No, I must say also. So, uh, Max Zapata tells me the, the UK title and maybe the European title for the Ford V Ferraris Le Mans 66, which Makes sense, although a little unnecessary, I feel. Yeah. But I, I guess it, Le Mans is a bigger race there, well, and they understand it more. Everybody there is familiar with Ford and Ferrari, but maybe not familiar with the battle, the the, the versus portion of it as much as we are. We don't, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. So Le Mans 66, that shall be the uh, European title for him. Um, and... Uh, in uh, in Japan, they've retitled it Toyota v. Datsun. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you know that. I mean, these get people in the door. They're trying to get the people old, in there. Put the asses in switch. <laughs> All right, let me hit uh, Castrol over here. Stronger under pressure. Engines can lose up to 10% of performance due to friction. Castrol Edge with fluid titanium transforms under pressure. Keep metal from rubbing. And uh, I know you say rubbing is racing, but not inside of the engine. No. You want that little film of Castrol Edge. Three times. Three fool. times. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, three times stronger against leading. Uh, three times stronger than leading full synthetic against viscosity breakdown. Castrol Edge, everybody. Yeah. All right. I let's was see. watching Days of Thunder when they got the oil leak right before the race mm -hmm. because we had to switch engines. We found some metal in the oil filter. Oh, oh, yeah. And it was like, where'd you get it? Well, we stole it <laughs> from Randy Quaid. Tanner <laughs> uh, uh, Faust man. also <laughs> in the Ford v Ferrari is Ronnie Buckman. I think that's oh. the, yeah. He's probably done some stunt driving in that movie. Probably done some stunt driving and doing a little acting and as well. Our 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 friend uh, Jeremy Fry. Uh, Jeremy Fry has been here. He's been on Carcast. He was the driver and Baby Driver and all the John Wick movies. And he was working on this film. How does he drive in those John Wick movies when the drive shaft is all screwed <laughs> I, up? I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. It was pretty Poor. interesting. Poor Sonny. He was explaining to me, like, oh, I love John Wick. I was like, okay, but here's the part Daddy doesn't like. <laughs> Daddy doesn't like John Leguizamo saying that the drive oh, shaft is all shot to hell What's because he... you can't drive it when the drive shaft is all shot to hell. Uh, he drove it, like, from his garage because he parked it in the garage at night and then drove it, like, out into the middle of the street so 
like Wizamo can could take a look at it. It was weird. And I think he was driving home from where he stole it. I well, think. I, I think or the scene is he back. drives it home and he parks it in his garage at night. And then the next scene is like, like Wizamo's like outside oh. walking around the car. And I didn't have the thing. sound up. I just feel, I feel like he drove it. He was driving it back from the place. But maybe yeah. you're right. Yeah. You want to talk about Tracy Morgan and his Bugatti? Yeah. Did you hear about this? This is what's bugging me about the story. Is Chiron not... or something? Which no, one no, is no. It? He got a, a used Veyron. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't like the Veyron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the look. So, of them. All right, Veyron's this... a piece of shit, man. This here. Would this... you want to drive? A... <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, going too far. But when it came now. out, it was cool. But no, now, it's but shit. now, no. what's it got? Some blackjack headers on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Some Craig. The, the Veyron. I never liked the look of the it's Veyron. Kind of, it's, it's kind of egg shaped. But I think the know, Chiron or whatever it is, the, the uh, Chiron or something. Chiron is a much better looking yeah. car. Yeah. But what's cool about the Veyron is when you start taking the body pieces all off of it, it's super high tech underneath. It oh, it's looks a cool like, piece. I mean, you know, it's a super cool. It's because of all the coolers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we took your your '79, the 280ZX twin turbo V8 car, and we we put it in the video game, when they took the body off and photographed everything, and it's just coolers and lines. That piece and- of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want to drive? Oh, yeah. had, that had some custom custom blackjack headers feeding the turbo. <laughs> no, that that car looks like a spaceship. It does. It's a total spaceship. So this is what. So Tracy Morgan, uh, the car gets damaged. I'm going to say that. What bugs me is every headline is Tracy Morgan crashes two million dollar supercar right after he leaves the dealership. Right. It sounds like he's an idiot. He doesn't know what to do. He's over his head in this car. But that's not what happened. That's just the headlines. Mm-hmm. It is he took it out. He was driving it. Somebody was like gawking at him or something and sideswiped him and hit him. Right. Right. But here we are with the headlines going, Tracy Morgan wrecks his car. I'm like, come on. I know. We're, like, we're what evil. Are we, what are we doing now? It's just, I mean, talk about clickbait. I mean, it's, you know, and they're like, oh, and it's, it's, it's within three days of the anniversary of his accident. And I was like, eh. It, yeah, you know, it's like it, it's 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 fine. It, somebody sideswiped you know, him a little fender bender, and I, on his car, it's going to be super expensive if if he doesn't have Geico. Let me but. let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you where I'm at now. Um, where I'm at now is I realize like everything is such clickbait. Oh my! And gosh. all the stories are so weird and lopsided and stuff that as a car guy. With a computer who's a friend of Tracy Morgan's, <laughs> I didn't bother looking because right. I knew it was a zero that's burger. A, that's I don't, it. I, I've seen expensive cars with scuffs on the quarter panel. Yeah. I'm moving on. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's insane. Our storytelling and the news is insane because I was just reading this um, article and it was like uh, Trump goes to – England, Trump goes to London and insults the mayor. And it's like, okay, <laughs> that's the story yeah. on CNN, except for they left out the part where the mayor of London called him a big orange douchebag before <laughs> he came to London. So <laughs> probably not great journalism right. because <laughs> right. I'm reading a story that just sounds like Trump rolled into town and, yeah, and insulted the mayor. Hey. 
screw you. I'm getting back on the plane. The mayor insulted him, yeah. and then he went back and fired back. But that's not really Trump and fires back at. That would be a more mayor accurate depiction is, yeah, of it, yeah, and yeah. then you should also include what the mayor said about him, yeah. not just the second part of the argument. So it's basically, if I was standing with Max Zapata and Max in the in the kitchenette. And Max Zapata kicked me in the shin, and I said, "Hey!" And I kicked him back in the shin. Yeah. If you're CNN, you can't write a you can't write Corolla a headline kicks. that says Corolla kicks employee in the shin. <laughs> Although accurate, technically, you're not doing a good journalistic job. <laughs> I would argue that's what I'd be submitting to. That's <laughs> right. That's you'd be submitting. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. And also, all, all this stuff. the only part of the story I like is that he was hit by a Honda CRV, which is. The oh. car for people who wish they didn't have to drive a car. Yes. It is the it is my number one car for people to just go, I don't want a car. I wish there was some goddamn public transportation I could take <laughs> everywhere all the time. But if I must own a car, I will get a Honda CRV. CRV. Especially yeah. the earlier ones. And the front wheel drive only one. Where yeah, we see that huge daylight coming through the <laughs> rear suspension where the pumpkin would be. Yeah. yeah, you're like, where's the rest of it? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You've got to make one Mulholland run. Yeah. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-eight Bone Stock Honda CRV, okay. the car my stepmother drove, ba- brown in- brown exterior with a beige cloth interior. Yeah. Front wheel drive. Yeah. Or the original Bullet Mustang. <laughs> oh. You'd have to think about it. You'd, you'd pause for a minute because like the CRV works and the air's on. Uh, <laughs> the bullet Mustang and roll down the windows. What I hate better carrying. argument could there be for that car's a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, I'd go with the Mustang. You'd go, go with, with the Mustang, Mustang just to say it, but you'd yeah. be scared. Yeah. I'd go slow. How fa- Is there a minimum mile an hour? <laughs> that's, that's the question. If you can't below, you can't below, go below 50 or it explodes. Max Zapata, Eddie Griffin. There was, there was some, uh, Eddie Griffin, Enzo Ferrari crash. Remember this one? Yes. You do remember this one? Yes. All right. So there was some controversy a few years ago because they had some movie come out. So what happened is Fast and Furious, the franchise, started really getting momentum. So all the other people went back and went like, we got to come out with Redline or Maximum RPM or some kind of weird car thing. We got to get in on this. Yeah. Like, let's go to Eddie Griffin. (laughs) <laughs> is it Griffin? Griffin? Yeah, he didn't Griffin? crash his Enzo. I don't know what the story says. Crashed his Enzo? Wasn't no, his no, Enzo. no, no. The guy that like one of the producers that right. pretty much bankrolled that film, like put all of his cars in there. And the story that was more it may have been it may have been Redline or something. Yeah, I think it was Redline. And the story was like he destroys his real like uh, you know like McLaren SLR. And, you know, in the film. And he's like, yeah, it's the price of doing filmmaking. But then <laughs> this Enzo crashes. And people are like, oh, that he was at Irwindale. It was like with the core. He locked up the he locked up the brakes. And the point is, is first first off, that's a real car crash. Secondly, yeah. people were like, is this a publicity stunt to try to draw publicity? And I was like, no, no, that's a guy crashing a car. That's a guy. You lock up the front brakes, you turn the wheel, but unfortunately, you've locked up the front brakes. Yeah. So you have a choice. 
Yeah. Your either brakes can work before you hit a barrier, or you can let go of the brakes and turn the and car. Turn, spin it. But Eddie is <laughs> not that experienced, and he locked up the front brakes and yeah, right. was turning the wheel while the front brakes were locked up, and he went hard yeah. into a cement barrier. Yeah. That was not a publicity stunt. That was stunt. not a publicity stunt, and definitely one of the cars that the owner and the producer of that movie did not want to crash. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he says, uh, I was coming around the track and came into a tight turn, and I hit a cone, and the cone got caught underneath the tire. So the tire locked up, and I slammed into the wall. No. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. <laughs> That's not what happened. That's not what happened. What happened I, was I believe he hit a cone. He did hit a I cone. I believe he hit a wall. And he knocked over a cone. <laughs> Can I tell you, there's so much autocrossing going on in this country that if a cone did that. Yeah, if a cone a... locks up the tire. There would never be cones on any track. <laughs> well, if you think no. about it, how does a cone lock up? The cone could go through. It could cycle through and then be spit out. Yeah. It could get. Look, it, you're talking to a guy who drove a race. And... I had a royal purple sign. <laughs> <laughs> I had a three foot by nine foot yeah. royal plastic royal purple sign that I dragged all the way across yes. the track at Laguna Seca and into pit lane, and I could drive the car fine except for the, <laughs> yeah. the making some noise and someone's yelling at you with a flag. But other than that, it's stupid. fine. Why did the car? The thing couldn't spit out the back of my car and <laughs> no. had this spot weld to the underneath <laughs> of my car. Yeah, it 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 melted to my exhaust. Yeah, we have it it's hanging. Take it in the shop. <laughs> right. There's no way the cone locked up the wheel. Like, well, let me see it one more time, Max Zapata. <laughs> you see him hit the cone, but both wheel. Well, you can't see the driver. You can't see the driver's side wheel, but the, you see the passenger side wheel, front wheel locked up. There's no cone in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good story. Hit a cone. Cone locked up the wheel. All right. Is he going to hit the cone? Oh, he hit the cone. The cone flew three feet yeah. in front of him. Cone's the cone didn't even go underneath smart. the car. How accurate a portrayal of cone <laughs> locked up front tire would that be? We literally have video footage of that not happening. <laughs> right. well, that was his quote. He, he told the news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And of course, the news was like, yeah, that's what happened. I'm sure that's what happened because no one's going to check the footage. He should never work for the... Uh, a not the, is it the ATF, the uh, transport? You know the guys who are like reconstruct the airline commercial airline oh, crashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the ATF? No, that's alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Right. This is the aeronautical <laughs> transportation. I don't know what is the what is the reconstruction of it, it is like an AT something, but it's not yeah, ATF. Yeah. It's a is it's it a F. It's an AT. It's a, I don't know. It's the guys who do the reconstructions yeah. of the commercial airline flights. Like they get all the pieces, they get a hangar and they reconstruct the plane pieces and they put it back together. Like, yeah. like you're digging up dinosaur bones and putting them up in a museum. Uh, Eddie Griffin would not be good at that job. <laughs> no. Why did this Airbus 380 crash? Pilot was eating a sandwich, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, well, dropped, we, dropped some mustard on his lap, went down. Yeah. Just went down. He hit a cone. <laughs> In the air. He was eating a cone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available every week on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. 